Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big, and you're listening to Music Mania. You're ready for some screaming heavy metal? We rock! But the evil that men do... Now listening to the Music Mania podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here's your host, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome, and thank you for joining me for another edition of the Music Mania podcast. I am Clint Schweitzer, your host. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing, for downloading on iTunes, watching on YouTube, whichever format you choose. We always appreciate it. And our guest this week is going to be the enigmatic Lawrence Gowan, the frontman from Styx. What a great interview. We were able to catch up with him uh, earlier in the week. And um, Styx, of course, has released a new album. It's called The Mission. It came out, um, it's been out since June, actually. So it's um, it's had some traction. I tell you what, it's a very good album. Lawrence Gowan adding a lot to it. Um, especially, I you know, I think it stands out because obviously in a band like Styx, Lawrence and, and Tommy Shaw kind of split uh, the singing duties on these songs, and uh, Gone, Gone, Gone is one that uh, on, on the mission that really stands out, and that's uh, with Lawrence on vocals. Of course, Lawrence has been in Sticks since 1999, and as he'll talk about, just he, he is very open about how important all eras of Sticks are. Of course, uh, Dennis DeYoung um, was in that role for, for so many years and, and kind of off and on there. Um, and of course, Dennis is now doing his own version of, um, of Sticks, Dennis DeYoung of Sticks, you know, playing, playing the music, but Sticks forges on, you know, with, uh, uh, Tommy Shaw, with JY and, uh, and Chuck and, and Lawrence Gowan, of course, you know, in that, uh, in that keyboardist frontman role does such a tremendous job on, on all the classics, of course, and really stands out on this album, The Mission. Of course, you can go to sticksworld.com to find information on, on how to get that album. Of course, it's on Amazon, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Be sure to pick up that album. Support a band like Sticks. It's still out there, and it's it's a concept album. And I think Sticks has always had that kind of mystical quality about them that makes an album like this about a mission to Mars. It just seems to make sense. And of course, Sticks is out on tour uh, right now, as they uh, as they often are. And we're going to talk to him about uh, the tour. They're doing a Vegas residency coming up here uh, in just a couple months, and out on the road as always, kind of in support of, of the mission. Lawrence's guy is in his, uh, I believe it's his 19th year. I mean, he joined in 1999. He's very much a part of the, of this band. And, and it, I believe that the live performance is better with Lawrence in the band. And I know that could be controversial, seeing as Dennis DeYoung was such an integral part of, of Styx. And those are and obviously the early albums um, up until uh, his departure. Lawrence is just a great guy, an unbelievably classically trained singer, keyboardist, Top of the line. He is um, unbelievable, and we are going to go ahead and bring you this week's interview with Mr. Lawrence Gowan from Sticks. Hello there, Clint. This is Lawrence Gowan from Sticks calling for you. Oh my gosh, that's the best. I think that's the best intro we've ever had here on the show, Lawrence. How's it going, my man? Okay. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great here. Thanks so much for calling in. We're of course, uh, th- things are picking up. I mean, you guys right now, Lawrence, as we just as we just dive right into things here, 
are, are about sure. as busy as the band has ever been. You just released this album, uh, The Mission in June. Lots of dates coming up. You've even got a mini Vegas residency coming up here in, in not too long. I mean, things are really heating up, aren't they? You know, if they were any hotter, it would be uh, it would be going into summer. Yeah, <laughs> but we're we're going we're going into winter, and, and nothing has let up at all since uh, since the mission was released. And uh, no, for sticks, we are we are people who are uh, extremely enamored with what, with what we are privileged enough to do on Earth, and so we love the fact that there's this insatiable demand to see the band and to uh, and to come and enjoy this epic adventure that. Um, it has been going now for nearly five decades. It has, and for you, for 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 eighteen years, which you know, not trying to date anyone here, yeah. it's it's almost unbelievable oh. that you've been uh, in in sticks for so long. And that you've, you're just such an enigmatic yeah. performer and such a such a visual performer. All things that I love so much. You've just done such a wonderful job. And talk about this new album, The Mission, because. I think that for you, do you, do you find it important uh, with these studio albums, especially the Mission, because it's kind of a concept album that that you make your stamp on this band uh, with your work um, on, on these albums, on the studio albums, because obviously everybody knows the hits from Sticks' Past, but yeah. these songs you put your stamp on, that's got to be important for you. Well, of course it is. It, it really is. You know, I, I it's a it's a big chunk of my life now. You know, being being Sticks, it's. Um, I'm in my 19th year, and I'm coming up on two decades, so that's that's like a third of my, of my time on planet Earth. So it, it's very important to me. Now, having said that, I do love, you know, the, the live shows and kind of celebrating the legacy of the band and, and what it's meant to people for for decades before I was even involved, you know. I mean, that's that's very rewarding as well. It's wonderful to, to, to see that unfold every night. And, uh, and, and to be a, you know, a small part of that over the course of time, there've only ever been 10 people in sticks. And for a band that's nearly five decades old, uh, that's, that's a relatively low number. So it's a very, it's a very, it's a very great position and very elite position to kind of, uh, be able to be in. But having said that, the lifeblood of a band really comes from, you know, new ideas and, and risking, risking putting yourself out there in a way where you're coming up with something new that is inevitably going to be compared with something you've done in the past. And I think part of the reason that we took so long to make this record was making sure that we um, we had something that we could look each other in the eye and, and say, that I think this comes up to the standard and is equal to what, what has preceded it and, and can be listened to, you know, back to back without people being let down, so to speak. Because that's that's really what we do in the live show. We try to you know somehow find a way to exceed or surpass what we what the band has done in the past in you know in the past, and that's uh, that's quite a challenge because people have so many you know such high expectations for what sticks can do. Well, if my research is correct here, you've played over sixteen hundred shows with the band. You talk about trying to, you know, yeah. make things better and, and for, for people to, to see a different, some, something different every time. I mean, that's unbelievable. 1,600 shows for you in this band. And I think that one thing about it, when you see Sticks live these days, I think that your performance really stands out. And I think it's something that you look at and look, I love Sticks. I love classic Sticks. I, you know, was raised on the Grand Illusion and Crystal Ball like everyone else. Yeah. I love what Dennis DeYoung brought to the band, but I do think your performance brings a lot. In fact, the first time I saw you, I was sitting so far away from a distance. I was like, this, that guy, he's got to be like 20 years old. You look from, from <laughs> I was like, cause you just have this enigmatic way of performing. I think that that's what, 
if when you see sticks live now that stands out so much and i think that that's something that i you know i hope that you know from a fan's perspective that your performance really does stand out these days well i of course i'm really yeah happy and you know <laughs> very very uh pleased to hear you say that that's you know that's that's fantastic to, to hear i i look upon it as we are a band that really is the culmination of, of the efforts of everyone who's ever been in the band. You know, so as I mentioned, you know, the, all the people that have through every era of sticks, it's like they they were the, the right person was on the stage during that era. You know, that's at least that's the way the band feel. And um, you know, when Tommy Shaw came into the band; they'd already done five albums, right? But he was the, he was the right person to walk on stage or to enter the scene at that. At that point, and, and was what it was he was the catalyst that was necessary in order to bring them on to the next level, so to speak. And so, in the era that I've been in the band, the, the, the live performance is, is critical and, and crucial to the to the existence of the group because the music industry has changed so dramatically from what it was in the past, where some bands could make records and almost never tour. But now, you know, the touring and, and seeing people face to face this is the one thing that cannot be downloaded. It cannot be, you know, you can't experience that without, you know, closing the laptop, leaving your house and going and getting in, in, into a concert venue with a few thousand other people. And it's a shared experience. And that really is what we, what we want to, you know, give to people every single day. And that's, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you're as caught up in it as, as I am on some nights. And then the next one I look across the stage and I'm as entertained as the audience is because the band is that powerful. So, um, but again, having the new album just that that supersedes and, and kind of takes it to a different level of uh, of, of focus and, and it, it energizes uh, energizes to a to a new degree that um, that's really you know we're very grateful for it and it you know again it's been out since june but the reviews on the mission have been have been really good and of course kind of this conceptual piece about this uh this mission to mars and but my thing my question to you is uh when you're putting new music together because of course when you put together a live show it's pretty simple tommy shaw will sing songs like you know renegade and blue collar man you've got you know the grand illusion and uh come sail away but when you're putting together new, new music how how does the writing process go where it's like well this might be kind of more of a Lawrence song. Well, this is kind of a Tommy song. Kind of just describe that process. Well, um, you know, two parts to that. One is, uh, as you mentioned, you know, it's, it's a tough in the live uh, arena. It's 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 a tough lineup to crack if you're going to put anything new in there and not have people be let down by it. You know, it's got to be something that really uh, they can listen to alongside you know the, the, the great hits that they've had in the past and not feel like the concert been put on pause, but in fact is is leaning forward and and, and uh, unfolding with the you know with the proper energy. Um, when it comes to you know who sings and who's who's the right voice on the album for this record, because there was a, a, an underlying story, as you mentioned, it's like a NASA mission to Mars and then on Pluto. Um, the, we we kind of assumed roles, so. Um, Tommy was kind of the, 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 on the pilot role, and JY was kind of the engineer. And these these are roles that kind of fit our real life characters as well. And then he kind of deemed myself to be a first officer, so that almost like a uh, almost like the consigliere. <laughs> <laughs> <if you will. laughs> Absolutely. 
Sure. <laughs> well, you're the young one. Absolutely, and I think Styx has always kind of had this mystical quality about their about their lyrics that, that you know make an album like this uh, seem very natural. And, and of course, you know, a lot of people, um, well, they should know, but maybe if they don't, obviously, before you joined Styx in 1999, you had a you know very successful uh, you're a very successful musician, but way before, long before that, um, with your solo uh, solo outfit, yeah. Galwin, and you have. Uh, you have some tour dates coming up, actually, solo dates coming up in uh, November and December in, in Canada, where you grew up. Uh, obviously, you're uh, Canadian. Yeah. You're born in, in Scotland, as I understand, but, you know, a proud Canadian. And you got some shows coming up, some solo shows. Just tell us how that came about and what uh, what you, fans can look for uh, through that. Certainly. I, you know, when I joined Sticks in 1999, I decided, you know, that I, I, to really be in this band, I have to let my solo life go. I have to just leave that behind. And, and as you pointed out, people in America wouldn't be aware of it, but the, uh, you know, I had several platinum and multi-platinum actually albums across Canada and, and had a, a great, fantastic following there that, um, that was really, you know, loyal to, to, to my own musical, uh, solo life. And I felt, you know, there was, it was a mixed bittersweet feeling, you know, in some ways when I joined the band, I, I, I wanted to do this, I wanted to be part of this legendary group, and I knew I had to let the, the solo work go. But, around 2009, it's funny, um, there were more and more, you know, uh, inquiries and requests for me to do some solo stuff again, and the guys in the band were very encouraging about it. They said, look, as long as it doesn't interfere with our, with our touring schedule, you know, go ahead and book some shows. So our manager, Charlie, who you know manages sticks as well, he he booked a few shows for me, and at the same venues actually that I play in Canada with sticks, and they went really well. And uh, the guys observed when I came back to the band. They said, you know, it's funny. Every time you go and play, do a little solo venture, you, you bring something new back to the band, and, and that can be 
that, that, that's in subtle ways, you know. So that's part of why I, I continue to do it. So I've got six shows coming up at the end of the at the end of the six touring season this year. In late November, I have I have some solo dates, and that's where I get to revisit that um, that aspect of my career. Well, that's wonderful. I think it's uh, very important um, for, you know, artistic expression and, and to continue uh, with what makes you happy. And right now in the middle of, of, of sticks being busy to, to be able to carve out some time for that, that's unbelievable. And, I, you know, I got to I got to ask you because, you know, we we talked to a lot of bands, you know, I've talked to uh, you know people like Jeff Pilsen from Foreigner, uh, bands like that. Yeah. What is what does it say? about bands from that era from from let's say the 70s from sticks to foreigner bands like boston steve miller band that are that are still out there and still performing at such a high level what does it say about that era of music that you guys can still put together a tour still play in front of large numbers of people and that everyone knows these songs i mean it's really an unforgettable era that i I don't think will ever be replicated that's that's a really good observation yeah and jeff jeff pilson has been a touring partner of us with the with Foreigner, and, yep. and, I mean, a musician of a musician of his caliber, and what he's able to do on stage, they really, I, I know what you're saying, in a lot of ways, they these kinds of characters were really forged in that era, you know, rock music is, is the gigantic musical statement, it's the, the major musical statement on planet Earth of the last half of the 20th century, so it's a music that has more than withstood the test of time, I mean, you're, you're over, well over half a century of, uh, of rock music that has impacted the, the lives of millions upon millions of people. And, you know, to see a live rock concert is, to my mind, perhaps to yours, the greatest form of entertainment that, that, that I've, you know, that I've witnessed in my in my time on Earth. So there's a, although it's an incredible amount of fun and, and just a joyful experience, there's also a level of responsibility. And I don't mean that in a heavy-handed way, but there's that, there is a kind of a, there's a weight there that you want to make sure that you that these songs and these shows are done to, to the highest degree that they, can, they possibly can be. I we had a rare night off about a week ago, and I saw Roger Waters. And there, there's an example of a guy who's who's been doing this all his life, and his show is, I think, better than I've ever seen. You know, yeah. it's just you know the Pink Floyd experience that he that he brings to the stage and the, and the players that he has with him. It's, it's just a phenomenal life changing, you know, encounter when you have this. And so we, in our own way, we, we try to do that with what, with what sticks is and every rock show should be, and I've used this expression a few times, it should be kind of an epic adventure. And that's, uh, that's really what, what the mandate is. And we, we take it seriously as, as much fun as it is. We do take it seriously. And to me, I feel like that, um, as some, I'm 33 years old. I grew up. I'm just, you know, a huge rock fan. I'm sitting here doing this interview right now because this music impacted me just like it did you. And to me, looking to the future, maybe it, you know, people accuse me of being stuck in the past. That's fine. I'll take that all all day long. But to me, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of bands today that that are going to move us into the next level, which I think leads us to, back to okay, you got to take a band like Foreigner that uh, you know Mick Jones is still able to play shows with them, but all the rest of the members in that band, um, you know, are, are replacement members. And guess what? When they show up, when that logo is on the marquee, people come to hear those songs. Like you said, there's a responsibility. And you know what Foreigner does? They deliver every night. Same with Sticks. There are not all original members in the band Sticks. You yourself may have an interesting perspective because you're not one as well. But do you, don't you think that, that the people's love for that music has, has overridden the fact that they want to get into ba- new bands now? Because it's just like, you know what? No matter what, no matter how old you get... 
the bands are still performing at a high level, and I think that that you know just means so much because people still look to those songs and still need to hear those every summer. So regardless of who's original, what band members are in what band, I think it's just important that that music lives on. I think that's the important thing out of all of that. You know. Well, you're you're entirely, you know, you said the, the cliche. You are preaching to the choir <laughs> because that's that's exactly you. You have just articulated exactly how I feel about it. Now, uh, I love the fact that you're 33. I love the fact that that half the audience on any given night are around your age and even younger. Sure, and they've embraced the music to the same degree that we did growing up with it, and. It's it's those people that understand that there are realities um, to life. We have a finite time uh, on planet Earth. But I remember, and this will, this will kind of blow your mind, because I'm amazed at how much my thinking has changed because of this. I remember around 1990, reading an article with Rick Wakeman, one of the greatest keyboard players, and one of my, definitely one of my favorites yeah. <laughs> at the top. And Rick Wakeman, was, he was talking about yes. And someone asked him, you know, how do you feel about there being uh, other keyboard players have come along and been in yes since you know since you've been in the band? How do you feel about that? <clears throat> and his response was amazing for that time, you know. And I remember reading it and thinking, "Oh, he's wrong here." But here's what he said, and, he, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He said, "Just as yes, music is as important to people as any music that that that's come out, you know." in the past where there's millions of people that, that love it and want to hear it. And he said, I would compare it to the, to the London Symphony. 200 years ago, there was a London Symphony that played Beethoven. And today, there's a London Symphony that played Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and the London Symphony of today may in, any, in many ways be even better than the one that existed 200 years ago. And they're playing it even better. But that's what, that's what they're keeping alive. And... It's a reality of, of, of rock bands that if we want this music to continue on, you know, it's great when there are, let's call them original members. Sure. Even though in, in Sticks, Tommy Shaw points out many times, he's not an original exactly. member. Exactly. after the fifth album. Now, for a lot of bands, five albums is an entire career, but he came into the band after album number five and has made all these records and is, is really, you know, such a, a beloved part of this, of, of this group. But then, of course, You've got our drummer, Todd Zuckerman. He came into the band in 1995. Now, he's been voted number one rock drummer in Modern Drummer Magazine several times this year again. And, you know, his, what he has brought to the, to the, to the band is, is, you know, equally as important in a lot of ways because that's what's helped to keep the lifeblood of the band going and to move it forward. So there's, there's a lineage there that, that I think People that grew up with the band, it may be more difficult for them to embrace that. But for younger people, they, they, they seem to have greater insights to it because it's not entirely hooked to their, to their, um, to the, to their set cast, so to speak. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. I think, that, I think the whole idea is fascinating because, again, it's, it's bands like Styx and Kiss and bands that, you know, that I grew up with that I, that, you know, that, that, to me, it has to be kept alive somehow. I think that's an interesting point about the about you know the the symphony because uh, that I just think that that's a, a very interesting concept, and that's uh, I'm glad I was able to get into that with you because I always sometimes I hesitate to bring it up. Like I I, I feel like it, it's in some ways it's sort of condescending sometimes to bring yeah. this up, even though I don't mean it in any way condescending. Because to me, it's no, just important. Not, 
I, I know it, it seems like it seems like it's a it's a touchy subject, and I, I don't really know. Uh, I'm at a point now where I don't know why. Now I remember when I read that Wakeman quote, I 1990s. This is 27 years ago. I remember thinking, "Oh, that's wrong. I, I can't possibly I can't possibly accept that." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now, as, as you say, there, we've toured a lot with Foreigner, and there are nights when Mick Jones can't make it onto the stage sure and that show that show is spectacular the yep. band is so bloody strong it doesn't matter it's like and they're doing the song so well it's they sound as good as the record if not better in a lot of ways and that's what matters and as i just brought up roger waters he's the only guy who think floyd's on that stage but oh my god the other players that are up there with him and the, 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 uh, the ladies that were singing like on great gig in the sky it's like it was absolutely mind blowing, just devastating how 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 powerful it was, and uh, in a lot of ways was equal to, and, and maybe even surpassed when I saw the original lineup. You know, in in some ways, but the music is that is that strong. It's it's bigger than any one person because that's what it is. It's bigger than life. It's that is so very true, and um you know, taking that thought on and to all of the shows that, uh, that I plan on seeing. And I can't wait to see, uh, sticks next time. Of course, we're in Kansas city. We just caught you. You guys were here, uh, yeah. this past spring, but we, we got to get you guys back uh, to the Kansas city area because yeah. st- uh, this is a big sticks town as, uh, well, most towns are yeah. uh, Lawrence. If you've noticed, uh, sticks is still, uh, it's such a, just such a legendary, enigmatic, unforgettable band that it's, um, you carved into the to the lexicon of of the world forever. So that that's 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 high praise, and that and that includes you, of course, in the, this new album, the mission. We want everyone to go to. Uh, uh, you can go to sticksworld dot com. Uh, of course, the album is available on Amazon, uh, iTunes, all the all those formats. You know now that they have. There's quite a few ways to get an album these days that, that don't include going to the record store and buying it. So there's. <laughs> That's right. You can do that, but, but, I, but, I, but I will I will add the caveat that it is also available on vinyl. If you want to sit there and look at some great artwork and put a record on and listen to that, yep. I love the scratchy needle and go through the analog experience. That's available too. So, you know, we we've been meeting people who have all formats. They have, they have the CD, good, the vinyl album, and the download. So they they, they cover all their bases. Well, and they still listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, you, you do have quite a bit of access to, to different means. And of course, uh, your Twitter is at official Galwin. Um, yep. so I, I know that, uh, that you're pretty active on social media. You can, uh, always find, you know, yeah. your, your dates, your, your solo dates that are coming up here in, in November and December are, are available. You can just follow you on uh, at official Galwin on Twitter and you can get all that information. Um, Lawrence, I tell you what, I can't tell you what a pleasure, man. If there's, um, if there's anything we can do for you, any type of promotion we can do. You you got it right here. We uh, we just can't appreciate this enough. Well, we 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 absolutely appreciate that. Believe me, Clint. Thank you so much. You're 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 a passionate devotee, and I uh, I love to hear that in your voice. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what. Next time you guys get to Kansas City, uh, we'll have to catch up, grab some uh, some uh, famous Kansas City barbecue, and uh, come say hello because it'd be a real pleasure to do that too, my man. So, best of luck on this tour. Hey, absolutely. We'll, you, we'll make that happen. Uh, thanks so much. Best of luck on this tour. Uh, your solo dates. Uh, hope everything goes well. We'll, uh, we'll catch up somewhere out there in the stratosphere, my man. Let's do it. Thank you, Clint. Thanks, Lawrence. Appreciate it. All the best. You sure. too. What a pleasure it was to, to speak with Lawrence. Great conversation. And, and I tell you, 
The conversation about replacement band members in classic bands is one that I would like to have more often with more musicians. The truth of it is, sometimes I'm hesitant to bring it up because it's a controversial subject, and I'm, I thank Lawrence for engaging me in that conversation. I think it was uh, good, thought-provoking stuff. There's a lot of different schools of thought on this, you know, a lot of bands, I mean, Think about this. Some of these bands have been around since, you know, the early 70s and talk about, you know, original members. I mean, just think about members living this long. I mean, a lot of members have passed away. Business changes. You've got infighting. This just happens. And to me, it is important that these bands are able to still play at a high level. And if that means bringing in guys that can do that, that can help them uh, continue, I think it's great. And I think someone like Lawrence being a part of Styx, is enhances the experience. I, I do not fault them whatsoever. A, a band like Foreigner that we talked about, he he mentioned it. Unbelievable performances. The fans go out there to hear the music. They're hearing the music presented as well as it possibly can, and I'm all for that. I know there's different schools of thought on this, and maybe it's a case-by-case basis. Uh, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on that. So tweet us at musicmania underscore show. Please uh, leave us a comment, subscribe, all that, iTunes. We always appreciate the feedback, guys, it's important. Who would you like to see us have on next? Well, let us know. Next week, we're going to be joined by L.A. Guns frontman Phil Lewis as they talk about you know, their new album, The Missing Piece, that just came out um, very recently and what it means for Phil Lewis to be back working with Tracy Guns. L.A. Guns, one of the kings of the L.A. Sunset Strip scene. Can't wait to, uh, to talk with Phil Lewis. That will be next week. Until then, thank you guys so much for... Uh, for joining me, for indulging, for getting into these conversations. I love having them, and I hope that you enjoy hearing them just as much as I do because you're on the Music Media Podcast. It's all about hearing from the musicians themselves, the legends. What I say only goes so far. These guys, that's what it's about. It's about the stories. It's about the perspective of these musicians. So thank you so much for joining me. Clint Schweitzer out once again from the Music Media Podcast.